Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Dublin Show. This is a space for fluid, non-judgmental expression that only applies to the host, as she, meaning I, judges everything and everyone around her, meaning me. Here you'll find well-structured factual information as well as non-argumented source-lacking opinions all jumbled together into a wannabe stand-up comedy political art podcast. I hope you enjoy this content half as much as I enjoy putting it together and welcome to the Diary of a Whiny Kid. First, do not forget to follow us here and on Instagram at The Double N Show. Today we, meaning I, will be talking about the Mandela Effect and some further rambling. Does it ever happen to you that you remember things that did not actually happen? Or that you don't remember things that did happen? And sometimes both of these things mix. For example, I might remember going to Hannah's party and there Sam and Luke kissing. But in reality, Sam and Luke did kiss, but the party was not Hannah's. It wasn't even a party, it was a hangout at the movies. And we watched Jumanji. I remember the movie Jumanji, but I do not remember watching it with them. Well, this is sort of how the Mandela effect works. Some people think that the Mandela effect is proof of alternate realities, and some think our memory is just that fragile. I do not know what I think. Perhaps I did sometimes, but I forgot, or perhaps I know it in another reality. In this one though, I know nothing. I think it being named the Mandela effect for one is strange. Fiona Broom gave its name to the phenomena because of a false memory she had where Nelson Mandela died in prison in the 80s. He actually passed away in 2013, but Broom claimed that this false memory was also shared by many other people. Now, I don't know about that. I'm not a fan of Broom. She writes about haunted houses in the US. What does she know about the way memory works? Her entire career is based on people thinking they saw a ghost when in reality a branch knocked on their window on a windy afternoon. She lives off of people's bad memory, so it's odd that she literally gave a name to false memories when her job is to try and convince others that their memory was not false, that they actually saw a ghost. But the Mandela effect is not just broom, however. Unlike my distaste for Fiona Broom, I actually quite enjoy reading and talking about this phenomenon. The human memory is terrible to say the least, and it terrifies me so much the extent to which my memories, which literally shape who I am, are based off of something that never even happened. This fear excites me. I love the mental effect, but I'm also very scared of it. And I could go on and on about this as I tend to ramble. You see, fear is an evolutionary response, something that has helped the human species survive. The human species is not just like the homo sapiens, which means wise men. We are very humble when naming ourselves. Sapiens are just part of it. There have been many, many more homo species. Homo neanderthalis, homo erectus, homo florensis, homo rudolfensis, homo australopithecus afarensis. They're all dead now though, but they still existed. Many of them coexisted with homo sapiens. It was no linear evolution like we're usually taught. There are two main theories to this, um, one of them being the crossover theory and the other one, the one that I'll talk about now, is the substitution theory. If you would like to read more about these theories, you can read them in the book Sapiens by Yuval Noah Harari. It's a really good book and like it illustrates all our history so well, you'll actually really enjoy it. Even if you do not tend to read non-fiction books, it's such a good one that I cannot get 
tired of recommending. However, as I was saying, the substitution theory says that the Homo sapiens killed all the other Homos. This is backed up by the way that many Homo sapiens right now kill all the homosexuals. This homophobia and discrimination actually will be discussed in other podcasts because, trust me, it's so fucked up. It's the year 2021 and people are still getting murdered for loving who they love, but like, I'm rumbling. So, going back to the subject, like, some recent studies show that we are not pure homo sapiens because like, a small yet significant percentage of our genome is shared with homo neanderthalis, homo australopithecus, you know, depending on what part of the world we live in or like, our ancestors. I'm actually super glad that these studies are not famous and even more glad that their lack of fame is on purpose. Scientists hesitated before publishing the results because they did not want to give racists an excuse to start more racial wars and discrimination. I think that was very sweet of them. And I could write a book on all these perhaps useless facts, but you all know how I already did in a way that these facts are not useless and actually pretty useful and he wrote it so well so once again read the book sapiens now i know a lot more facts than the ones i just saw said but like i'm certain that i used to know even more but i forgot which brings me back to the topic of the mandela effect kind of it actually brings me back to the topic of memory also gobsmackingly interesting you know the more we know is also the less we know but all that we know is based on our memory Do you not think it's weird how little kids know so much about things that are random to us but I mean the world to them? They're constantly preoccupied about stepping on quicksand. Quicksand is denser than the human body, it does not have a warring depth and it's actually impossible to die due to quicksand. Don't tell the kids that though because they would be heartbroken. As I was saying, kids know about so much stuff that we do not except for their parents are preschool teachers, that is. But like, why would I know about the way a duck quacks? Or what park to go to when I want to feed them? Fun facts, ducks should not eat bread. It's bad for them. So like, try giving them chopped vegetables or corn instead. Anyways, the thing is, we used to know about all these things deemed as useless when we were that young too. When I'm talking to my little cousins or my niece, I'm surprised when I do not know the answers to their questions. They are such simple questions and I used to know the answer when I was their age. They ask so, so much. Like, why can't they just ask about something that I can actually answer, like why the earth revolves around the sun? I would love to talk their ears off about the Copernican theory that was later proved by Galileo Galilei and that can be explained by Newton's laws of physics. Also, how about, like, this is one of Freud's three narcissistic wounds next to Darwin's theory of evolution and one of Freud's own theories, which mostly suck and prove that his significance in modern psychoanalysis is only because he was so far off that others only worked to prove him wrong. But no, I have to talk about cows going moo without even being allowed to explain what an onomatopoeia is or how the cows mooing is so interesting because they are such socially complex creatures. But like, what frustrates me the most isn't being unable to infodump a two-year-old child. It is the fact that even they, who have the intelligence of a dog, know stuff that I don't. 
that I used to know, but I don't know anymore. Because memory is awesome, but it also sucks. It's undeniably fragile, and thanks to that, I have to relearn stuff from an individual that knows fewer commands than a dog. I keep saying this because dogs have the intelligence of two-year-olds when given the right stimulation. Mine like to act dumb, but that's my fault because I baby them, but... On the other hand, my grandma's dog is scary smart. If she's upset at you, she will pee on your favorite rug without even breaking eye contact for a split of a second. She knows what she's doing, unlike a two-year-old child. Now, going back to the ridiculously named Mandela effect, sort of. Memory is so fragile that it's never accurate. It will always be biased, subjective, and sometimes even false. What I find truly remarkable about false memories, nonetheless, is that they can be shared. I don't know about Fiona Broom's mistaken Mandela facts, but there are other false memories that are actually shared by tons of people. Darth Vader in Star Wars never says, Look, I am your father. He says, No, I am your father. And not to gatekeep, but I would argue that this is because a lot of people who claim to be Star Wars fans just like the look of lightsabers and the Star Trek slander. They're ignorant though, because Star Trek is awesome. But there are so many misquotations that this argument would perish, because the misquotations happen with so many books, series, uh, movies, etc. So like, not enough fandoms feel so insecure about Star Trek to make my argument remain valid. Now, I believe that these shared false memories are because of memory memory fragility. Do not take my assumptions seriously though, because just like Fiona Broom, I am far from being qualified to formulate theories about memory. Unlike her, I actually know my lane, so I am only saying what I think in a podcast. Yeah. In conclusion, despite the Mandela effect having been theorized by an individual who I am not even sure has a college education, the concept of it is highly interesting and our memory is too fragile for us to comprehend it and if we were to comprehend it, we would probably forget. All in all, two-year-old childs are only as smart as a well-stimulated dog but they know so much more stuff than we know and that we used to know but we forgot because memory is fragile. Lastly, the Mandela effect is a really cool thing, it's such an interesting phenomenon, and Fiona Broom, who came up with the name, is not. That would be all for today, this is the end of the first ever episode of the Double End Show, and it has to be short because I have homework to do, and I really really doubt that anyone will ever listen to this podcast, even less that they will want to stick for more than 15 minutes. So, thank you for sticking with me during these 11 minutes. I hope you have a great day and I'll see you for the next episode. This was the Double N Show at your service.